You're listening to the Strategy in Small Doses podcast, the show that gives you short, story-based strategy sessions to which you can easily relate and take immediate action. Each episode is aimed to help you reduce the overwhelm, create massive clarity, instill you with the confidence you need to grow your business, and create a clear plan to get you there. So let's dive in with business strategist, mastermind facilitator, productivity expert, and your biz bestie host, Michelle Denio. Oh, yeah. Live. Live. <laughs> we're here again with no music, but we're Where's... back for episode three. <laughs> what are, okay, so I'm going to get on this. What are we going to do? We're going to, I'm going to, what are we going to do? Maybe I create a custom logo know. for this. We just we need like a, it, StreamYard allows you to add like a 30 second, like countdown video clip, like with music. See, like, okay. Wow, so 30 seconds is really, too long. Yeah. I know. I think so too. But it could be less than that. It could be less okay. than that. We'll have to come up with something. Okay. I hate, right. I hate the countdown like 30, 29, 20. I'm like, that's when you don't have anything. Yeah. Planned. Five, four, three, Michelle, two, one. Five seconds. Michelle and I can do funny. this. Yeah. Yeah. We can handle that. All right. Let's dive in. Today we're talking all things personal branding, which is a hundred percent in your wheelhouse. So I'm just going to kind of pipe in when I can and share yeah. kind of my thoughts on how I have personally done it, how I encourage my clients to do it. Um, but like, as always, we're going to talk and eliminate some of the bullshit around it. And, you know, I think when people think personal brand, it's like, you've got to get personal. Like people don't need to care, need, need to know what I ate for lunch. I hear that all the time. And it's <laughs> like, no, that's not what we're talking about. We're not no. talking about sharing your every waking minute. So, all right, I'm passing it to you, Nick. This one's right on. you. I love it. Um, I think what we're doing here is we're, 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 we're also uh, creating specificity around the fact that we're we're, we're branding ourselves on a social media platform. We are on LinkedIn right now. Um, and so we're talking about branding ourselves for LinkedIn. Now, LinkedIn is the business platform, as we know, but we're starting to see a lot of, well, not starting, it's just like an ongoing trend. We're starting to see a lot of personal brands like you and I are a great example of this, Michelle. Um, we're service providers. Uh, we are the face of what we do. We are the face of our brand. If we don't show up, then the brand doesn't really exist. Um and so you're starting to see a lot of people take responsibility for their own work and their own branding. And, and what that looks like on a day-to-day -day basis for them is not so much, well, here's my colors and here's my fonts and here's my profile picture. I guess I have a brand. No, it's what they contribute and it's what they show up as and it's, and it's what they are known for. Anyone who I talk to now has, has almost, has almost uh, uh, pigeonholed me, which is what I wanted them to do. Well, Nick's the branding guy. He'll get your logo done. He'll do your, mm -hmm. your, your LinkedIn profile. He'll, he'll make sure everything looks good. Right. And so that's what I wanted to be known as. The reason I am known as that is because that's all the stuff I've ever posted. Right. You need to right. start posting and contributing stuff to cyberspace, to the feed, to LinkedIn. You need to start contributing and showing up as the thing you want to get hired for. Some people call this niching down. Um, or, 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 uh, or just finding your niche. Niching down sounds very limiting. And I'm not saying you just need to be known for this, this one thing forever. But when you offer too many things, or you want to be known as so many things, if you want to be an Instagram influencer, then just go over there, right? LinkedIn is the place where people like to get stuff done, right? And they want to know you for one thing, it confuses people when you're known for too many things. Well, I can do your copywriting, but I can also change your breaks. Well, okay, it doesn't sound like you're exactly the person that I need, right? So Personal branding on LinkedIn begins and I think ends with coming to the platform, knowing who you are, knowing what you want to stand for, knowing who you want to serve, and just consistently posting that stuff and showing up as that 
Yes, there's a content strategy around this. Yes, colors and fonts and maybe a personal identity like a logo is all helpful. But I would suggest that I could create a black and white brand all on my own without having any of that fun extra stuff on the side. Um, and I would still show up as a personal brand, right? So you need to know what it is you want to talk about all the time, right? You need to know who it is that needs that stuff, that needs your wisdom, that needs your knowledge. Um, and that's the thing that you want to be known for, right? It's I'm, I'm having these conversations with people all the time. It's like, well, I'm hiring you, Nick, because once I get my logo and once I get my website, then I'm set. Then I can start working and start offering this. I'm like, you don't even know if you have a business yet and I'm going to build you a website. That's not that's not the, the right chain of events, right? People are always like, well, how do I start my branding? You should have started it before you came to me, right? I can help you create a content strategy and I can help you put better stuff out there and help you develop your brand and scale it. But you, there's got to be something I can work with. When I look at your profile and I look at your feed, I'm like, well, you haven't, you haven't posted anything in three months, right? What am I supposed to do with that, right? And and your customers, what are they supposed to do with that? They need to know that you're showing up, that you're there for them. I'm I'm showing up not just for me, but for others who could use my, my wisdom and my knowledge. And so I give away free stuff. I give away free knowledge. I give away advice. And I'm always telling you how to be better at your brand. This is doing two things. This is endearing my potential customers to me, but then also showing that I'm the expert. You do the same thing, Michelle, with your coaching and the advice you give away. I see you break down your posts all the time. These are the three things I want you to do today, or these are the five things that I think you could do to level yourself up. If you need more help, DM me, right? So you're the expert to me in what you do. So you don't want to wait for a designer or the branding person to get you going. You want to get you going on, on your own. You want to show up and start talking about what you know, the thing that you have that's valuable and what you have to offer. How does that make sense? As a, is, that, is that making sense as a starting point there, Michelle? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the thing too is personal. It's I, I think so often we tend, and we we touched on this last time too in episode two, and, and that's how these conversations just keep starting and continuing. But it's like you have to, A, continually show up, but also too, we, have, we put so much onus on our business, right? Like it's a completely mm. separate entity. And I think- one of the things that I always try to encourage everybody to really think about is like, it's called personal brand, personal person for a reason, right? There is a person behind the brand and stop trying to hide behind your brand or hide behind, like let people get to know the person behind the brand. That to me is so important. Yes, you wanna get known as the expert and share your expertise and you can do that through content, but hiding behind your keyboard only gets you so far, right? Like you've got to let mm -hmm. people get to know you as a person too. And I think that is one thing that we tend to shy away from. I know personally, even myself on LinkedIn, I don't tend to share as much of the personal side as I would mm -hmm. on Facebook. But then I think about it too. It's like when other people on LinkedIn share something personal or not, you know, obviously, yeah. but I'd love to get to know people beyond that. Like, and those are to me, the things that attract you. Like there's a million business coaches out there. There's a million content creators and branding people out there. Right. But we connect with people on a personal level. And That's right. most people have a lot of the same skills, right? Like my skills aren't any better than the next business coach down the line, mm -hmm. but certain people are going to connect with me as a person over somebody else and same for you. And I think that is for me, one of the biggest missing pieces. I It's like, we just want to talk about expertise and share tips and do all of these things and just talk business 
And we sometimes forget to trickle in some of those more personal things. I have a perfect example to talk about what, what you just said. Um, one of my favorite clients, Deb, um, she's in like loans and financing. And so some of her stuff can be very dull and boring. Now we have a strategy to make it not that she has a bubbly personality. She's very energetic and the videos and the graphics that we make together are always very, again, human and bubbly and friendly. She doesn't come off as a banker. She comes off as like your, your business partner, which is great, friendly and always there in your corner. Uh, one of the posts she posted uh, maybe two weeks ago was the birth of her granddaughter. And uh, basically overnight that got 10,000 uh, uh, views. Um, people have seen this thing way more than the content we create together. And she DMs me, she goes, oh my God, like this thing that I put out, I didn't think it was gonna be a big deal. I put it posted late at night, nowhere near like the time of day I like to post things. Mm -hmm. She basically woke up to 10,000 views and I'm lately just told that uh, she's uh, closing in on something like 14,000. Um, and I said, as soon as she told me the first time, I was like, that's going to get to 15K. It might be a trickle now, like the first 10,000 were fast, but it might be a trickle, but that'll get to 15,000 views, no problem. And that thing has outperformed, if you will, everything we've done together, right? Yes, it's, exactly. nuts, and, it's nuts and bolts and like super efficient and like super, like you get to know what she's about if you want to hire her. But then just like her holding a, her baby, her granddaughter in her arms and smiling and just like that loving post, that blew up. Um, mm -hmm. and so people, you're right. People want to connect with people. They buy from people they like, um, they buy from people they connect with. Um, and just, it, it, it endears, uh, uh, people to you a little bit more showing some family values, uh, showing, uh, that you're there for the community again, not what you had for breakfast this morning, but maybe sharing some personal stories, something that happened to you in the world, a trip you took, but you know, you were supposed to decompress and not think about business, but something amazing happened. You're like that shows that we have faith in humanity still it's all mm -hmm. these things of of, of 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 that's how things go viral right and that's how that's that's what that's what endears you to content you're like no a little dose of humanity from my for my life there right so it doesn't always have to be robotic on this platform you're right personal brands have to get personal, personal. I totally agree with that. exactly i think that's it, it seems so obvious when we talk about it right it's like oh it's obvious but then when people actually try to do it, right, as entrepreneurs, when we try to do it, it's like, who really cares? Or is anybody going to listen to that? Or, you know, and we get into this level of comparison of, yeah, but this person's never posted about their brand. Or, And I think that's a, an interesting point. Let's bring that up here quick is, you know, you talk, you look at some of these big names on LinkedIn, like there's some big, big influencers on LinkedIn and, yeah. you know, but in a lot of times they're just posting content, you know, they post content and it's like yeah. three things you need to do. If you want to do this, three things you need to do. And they don't really talk a lot about their personal, but if you really go back and listen to their story, and if you really listen to them, they did all these things when they were first starting. Right. right. I think there's an evolution to where people just know you, right. You've built that no like trust factor. They know who you are as a brand. And so maybe you don't need to do it as often, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? In that sense. But everybody's got to do it to start. And that's what you, a key yeah. point that you and I talked about before we jumped on here was it's about getting started. Right. I think that's yeah. one of the key, the key pieces, like you said, start, do it, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat, and keep going yeah. with it. And you'll figure out what works for you. Right. Like, like this is such a, I love what you, what you said, like not everybody, you look at some of like the, the more experienced veteran entrepreneurs out there and there are many things. Like if you go to their Wikipedia page, they're this, they're this, they're this, they're this, they're this, but they didn't start out that way. A great example is Gary V. He worked in his dad's wine shop for 15, 20 years. So he's a sommelier expert wine guy. 
early adopter to YouTube, when YouTube dropped in 05, he said, I'm going to put wine on YouTube. I don't know if internet TV on internet is ever going to work, but I'm going to try it. It took off for him because he's an early adopter. So now he's got wine library TV. So now he figures, well, now I'm, now I'm a video content creator. Now I'm like a media mogul. So he creates VaynerMedia, right? So now he's not only wine expert, but VaynerMedia. And then he goes on and invests in other things. So now he's a serial investor, Snapchat, uh, Uber, all these things come his way. And he's an early adopter to investing. Now he's the NFT guy too. And now he's more philanthropist, TED Talk speaker, multiple award-winning author, right? He didn't start out all like all this 20 years ago. He he evolved and he and he grew, right? And a lot of his content is going out he to was. garage sales, right? And go, going out to garage sales and buying baseball cards and used antiques and stuff. And I don't know if you've ever seen him eating blueberries. The blueberries video is always like super funny because he just there's all this fruit in a fruit tray backstage. He just crushes the blueberries because it's his favorite fruit. And people make fun of him for that now. So he's known as like the blueberry guy. So it's it's funny how he's all these things now, but he didn't start that way. That's right? I think that's the key thing is that your personal brand too has to evolve as your business evolves, as the world evolves, as you grow, as you different, you know, there's certain different things that are going to continue to evolve. And the other thing too, like did Gary Vee intend to go out and be the blueberry guy? No, but it's just uh, something that is so much a part of him yeah. that it couldn't help like that. Like I know personally, like, I don't, again, I don't do a lot of it on LinkedIn. I'm going to, you know, I start to do it, but on Sundays, everybody knows Sundays for us is donut Sunday. Like it's become yeah. part of my brand. And for a while there, I think it was like in 2021, I was posting every Sunday. Cause I, we literally, we will drive miles to go find different donuts and fun donut shops. Okay. I, at Christmas time, I think I mean, I was getting boxes and boxes all of all different things of donuts, right? Like if I got a sign that it was like something about donuts to put in my kitchen. I got a Christmas <laughs> ornament that was donuts. I got socks. I got something else that was like all these donut things. And do I want to be known as like the donut person? Not necessarily. But right. what it does is it keeps pe it keeps me top of mind, right? Like mm -hmm. when they see something of donuts, they think Michelle, then all of a sudden, then they go check on your content. They okay. see what's going on, right? Like I feel like in that way, those are things like when you when you were talking about Gary Vee with blueberries, it's not about the blueberries. It's about the video. But the blueberries are what makes you think of him. And then it keeps you top of mind with him. Yeah. Like I like blueberries. Gary Gary V and I have something in common. Like I fucking love donuts. Like exactly. like I, didn't know, I I learned something about you today, Michelle. I didn't know you were into donuts like that. Oh my gosh, come, it's crazy. Come come to come to Canada. We got some donut shops for you. I know you have Tim Hortons and stuff down there, but that's all I'm talking about. We got some we got some donut shops up here for you. Oh, but yeah, that's another that. thing that 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 endears that endears you to other people because it's like oh she's not just a robot on LinkedIn talking about the same shit all the time. She goes on these donut adventures. Or she likes mm -hmm. to surf or she's got ink. Do you know what I mean? Like that is the shows you off as more of the, the person. And people don't want to work with honestly, ask anybody. People don't we, we're talking about branding and your personal branding here on the show, but people don't want to work with brands. They want to work right. with other people. People. Exactly. Exactly. I have a, a an incredible another example of this. So um there's a product out there. And I've seen it for a long time about, you know, one tablespoon of this a day and you lose all this weight and it's so good for your hair skin, whatever. Anyways, okay. long story short, I've been watching it because, you know, you see, and I'm super skeptical, like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. And then a good friend of mine posted that she started using it 
and is getting all this results. And I immediately was like, okay, tell me more. And it's right. not because the product changed. It's because I know her and I know who, what she values. I know what she trusts. I know how she lives her life. I know. So my no like trust factor, it's nothing has changed about the product. Like I said, she's one of a million selling the same product or same like services, whatever. But I immediately, as soon as she, I was like, oh, okay. Now I was like, well, I've been seeing this for years, but I know you, I know what you value. I know that you don't put shit in your body. I know that you look at all the ingredients. I know, you know what I mean? So I immediately am now attracted to this and I'm probably going to buy and I'm immediately going to become a buyer because of the trust factor I have in her. And right. I trust that she would not steer me in a wrong direction. Right. And so again, it's about the person. It has nothing to do with the product's been out for years. I've been following this product for years. There's nothing different about it. The only thing different is the person selling it. Right. And, and, and if that same, did that happen on LinkedIn or is this just out in the world? Like your friend? Um, it happened on Facebook, I think. Okay. So still a social media platform. If someone, yep. if someone, you know, and you trust and is a real human to you endorses something, you're like, I'll, I'll try that. Like now that you exactly. said it was okay. I was, I was actually just, I took a road trip this weekend. I was visiting some friends just outside of Detroit and uh, he's just getting back into the gym. I've been in the gym for five years straight and he's just getting back into it. So we go to the protein shop. He goes, what do you use? I'm like, well, I use that jug and that jug. I put them together and he goes, okay, if you're using it, I'm using it. And it's that simple. I made a sale exactly. for the shop that I don't work at. And I'm <laughs> exactly. like, it's just that easy, right? And so if I'm recommending something because you know me and you like me and you, and you think that after all these years, of being in the same, you know, now we're on LinkedIn together, Michelle, we do the show together. We like each other. If you say something, Nick, this is quality. You got to do it. I'm like, okay, Michelle says it is. I trust her. Right. And that's enough for me. I don't want some brand rep talking to me about it. Right. Um, I don't want some sales rep shooting me some pitch. Right. Um, if I wanted that, I'd go to the store. Right. right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's about getting personal. It's about, it's about, coming off across as intelligently and as as value packed as you can i know we always hate these fucking buzzwords michelle but but you know it, it's about coming across as as helpful and as value packed as possible in all your content but then marrying that or at least balancing that with listen like i do it from a personal standpoint not so much a business standpoint i don't just need to sell 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 all the time right and so people are people are going to trust those those that come off more personal anyway. A good example of this is, uh, and I didn't believe it until my business coach pointed out to me, how many emails, how many how many lists are your is your email on right now, Michelle? Is it like hundreds of subscriptions you have oh, just yeah. get flooded? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the ones that are, hear, hear me out, the ones that are the least effective are the ones that have colors and cool logos at the top and they're branded properly and there's all these buttons and all these CTAs. What about the ones that are just black text on white? Do you read those? Because I do. Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. hey, Nick, just wanted to shoot this your way. And yeah, it might be a few paragraphs, but I'm reading that because it feels like someone typed it. Feel, I know they didn't. I know they just put it into MailChimp or whatever other mail, mail service and they blasted out to their 10,000 subscribers. But it feels handwritten. That mm-hmm. felt like a postcard or a letter that I received more than this beautiful doctored email that looks like it came out of a magazine. Right. And I right. made those. I've made those beautiful doctored emails and they go nowhere. Right. I know mm-hmm. that a more personal approach is going to win me over, at least get me to pay attention. Okay, I'll read this now. All right, okay, that makes sense. And so that's a more tailored to me approach. It feels more handwritten. It feels Mm -hmm. more personal and human and down to earth. So that is is important in personal branding. That is important. Again, it's not about sharing what you had for breakfast or every walk you take the dog on. 
Um, but sharing some personal stories, what happened to you um, uh, uh, in your journey of life and how it maps back to your business and how you can help your customers if you know who you're talking to, super, super important. Again, a baby photo somehow got 15,000 views and that's double the size of her audience, which is crazy. So, you know, there's there's power in this stuff. Absolutely. And and I think, you know, you had a, you mentioned a key point here and you, you kind of brushed over and I'm going to bring it back up to the table here is like people don't want to do business with brands, right? That's the key piece there. So stop hiding behind your business, my business, my business, the brand, the, 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 the. no, people are buying because of you. They are buying into you. You are, you know, you could talk about this, like you said, whether it's niching down or your secret sauce or whatever. And I'm going to talk about this even today in my masterclass, but it's like, it's really about like, get so focused on what exactly it is that you do well, and then find the people that resonate with that. Stop trying to do something that resonates with all the people. No, it's yeah. not that it's about you is who you are, how you best show up and how you best serve. And then finding the people that resonate with that. There are always going to be people, you know, I was, um, I was on a speed networking with my, the Alliance today. And one of the questions that came up was like putting together a program. And she's like, I just can't figure out how am I going to figure out the timing and this and that. And the reality is it's like, you're never going to please everybody, right? There's always going to be somebody. There's always somebody that just likes to bitch about everything, no matter what, mm -hmm. no matter what you do, it's not going to be good enough. No matter what time you could literally tailor your every waking content, everything you do towards them. And they're still going to bitch about it. And that's the thing. Like, and that is what I find to be one of the most important things to remember is that there's always going to be somebody that you're not going to make happy. Right. And those are not the people you need to stay focused on. Stay focused on the people that are resonating with you because of you stay focused on, you know, we throw around some cuss words on this and there's a lot of people that don't appreciate that, but that it is what it is, right? Like that's who we are. That's part of our brand. And the reality is if somebody's super offended by it, they're not going to be a really great client to begin. They're not, it's not going to be a good personal fit. And that's the thing. If they want to go and deal with a brand and if they want to deal with brand, they might get that and put up with it. And that's the end of that. There's no guarantee that they're not going to find that, you know, so be who you are, be authentic. And I think that again, another buzzword that we hate that authentic, what is authentic? What is authentic? But it's, it, it's true. Just show up and yeah. be you. Stop trying to be somebody else. Stop trying to talk. I can't believe how many people say to me, Michelle, I love your podcast because it sounds just like you. Well, what the fuck else is it supposed what, what to I'm, sound like? Yeah. I'll try to package my voice and do a pre-recording for you next time. <laughs> like, of course it sounds like me. I don't know how to be anybody else. Right. It's funny how that's baffling to us. It's like, I don't know. Are you pretending to be someone else every day? I'm not like I, there's a, there's a, there's a, a friend of mine up here in Toronto. He's, he's a, a coach as well. And um, it, it became so meta, the series of posts he posted, he posted uh, just a text post uh, not too long, about a month ago saying that last post I made, uh, someone came out of the woodwork and said, because of your last post, I will not be working with you. And I was like, oh, what's this? Did, did Rob call someone a cunt? Like, what, the, what did, he, what, what did like, he do? This like, is where like, you get the popcorn out. Like, oh, let's go see. I'm watching now. Like, who's who's <laughs> getting that me? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just watching what's about to happen. I'm like, so I had to dig. I'm like, what did you do to offend people, Rob? So I go to his, his previous post, and it's just him laying down. And he put all his socks around him because he's, he's a sock nerd. He likes 
you know, Mario Brothers socks and dinosaur socks, like the tall ones that come halfway up your leg, right? Like he's just a nerd for socks mm-hmm. like you are for donuts, right? And so it, it was like he was laying in a ball pit and he put all his socks around him. It was a really colorful, really personal photo. I'm like, that's cute and funny. Like it's funny. Right. But because he was so unprofessional about it, he was smiling, Michelle, and saying, I love socks. Like, and he, he, the point was, there was it was a meta approach to it is he's saying what we're saying today, you got to get personal. This is my sock collection in all its glory. You can love it or hate it. And someone DM'd him and said, that's the least professional shit I've ever seen. I'm never going to work with you. I was considering working with you. You've now lost me as a client. And he goes, okay, have a nice day. Because 20 other people said, oh my God, we love you. I'm so glad. Exactly. I love socks, right? Like that's what you connect with. And uh, I talked to, um, I had a guest on my podcast, David, Timish, I'm going to, destroy his name but anyways he's on linkedin <laughs> i don't know how to pronounce it but what's really important to him is his faith right and he's very christian okay. oriented and it's faith and he did the same thing and he put a post up about it and how he was going to start talking about it and he said he got a barrage of dms that said like i will never work with you i can't believe you would put that there this is not the time and place but again that's what's a, what was important to him and that is where he felt the most authentic and guess what that's okay because those mm-hmm. are his people they are not his people and it's okay to be a little bit polarizing. And I think obviously you and I do a a halfway decent job of being fairly polarizing. Like people call it out all the time. Like, but what's the harm in that? Like there's power in actually being a little bit polarizing because I don't really want to work with people that are going to be offended by my every word. I don't, I did not get into business to be on eggshells all the time. Right. Like I don't want to be on eggshells wondering whether or not this person's going to be mad or I've missed this. You know, that to me is not enjoyable. You can go do that in a job. You can go do that in your corporate career. You can do that in your life. You know, that's not what we're here for. And so, yes, you've got to really show up. It's obviously professional, right? We don't, I'm not sitting here saying, you know, you show up and, just absolute sheer unprofessionalism like right. that. There's no time for that, but there is a time and a place for being you. And I think that is what is most important. Stand in your own power, right? Stand yeah. in your own power. You know what you're good at. You know what you're an expert at. There's a certain amount of risk in entrepreneurship, but like, is it a risk just to be yourself? Like if people don't like it, people like, like, like before social media, think back, it's hard, but think back like 15 years ago. 20 years ago, you would have been yourself out on the street. Now you're just doing it on a screen. It's the same thing. It's the uh-huh. same. It's just, you still got to try to be yourself, right? You still got to create the content that makes you show up in your best light, um, you know, in videos, doing lives like this, right? Um, there, there's so, so what? There's risk to you being yourself. There's so many people who never live. They're alive, Michelle, but they never really lived, mm-hmm. right? And there's so many people who just don't live and they're just afraid to be themselves. And I think social media at least gives us that chance. And I think your content, I think branding, being you and your as as much of an authentic personal brand as you can, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, I know you have a hard stop today. So let's wrap this up. Let's let's give some key points. We had some key points that we talked about. So for you, what are your what are your two key takeaways for the for the listeners, audience, whoever, maybe nobody's watching. I don't know. It looks like we have two people here with us today. <laughs> I, uh, my two key, my, my first key point would be to uh, start now, start early. In fact, build your time machine, go back last year, start then, right? Start as soon as you can. Stop waiting for, well, I don't have the website and I don't have the credit card map to my business account. I don't have the logo yet. And I don't have all these things in place. Who gives a shit? Nike sold shoes out of a car. 
when they got started out of the trunk of a car. They didn't have everything figured out either. So you don't have to have everything figured out. You need to start now and start finding what your brand is right now. Uh, and number two, no more making excuses of, well, I don't want to show up like this because it might turn people off and I want to serve the entire planet of people. So I just want to make sure everybody loves me. You're going to piss someone off somehow. Just being me is going to upset someone in another part of the world. I know it. So no more waiting for everything to figure itself out. And I'll, well, so it all calms down when the pandemic's over, when Russia's mm-hmm. done, when all this is over, that's when I'll start something. No more waiting and no more apologizing or making excuses for yourself. Absolutely. hundred percent. I agree. And I would say the only one that I would add, like I said, is let people get to know the person behind the brand, right? Yes. You want to be known as an expert. Yes. It's very important to put content out there that builds you as an expert and authority. There's a difference between visibility and authority, which I think is our next topic um, or something or stillness. Yeah. Like visibility versus authority. Mm -hmm. Um, But you definitely want to stand in your own authority, but you also want to let people get to know you because like Nick said, and keep that in mind, if you take nothing away from this episode is that people don't want to do business with a brand. They do business with a person, right? So get personal and let them get to know you as that person because your skills that you bring to the table, yes, they may be a little bit unique, but business coach, content creator, you know what I mean? Those titles are also generic, let people get to know the person behind the brand. That's right. Beautiful. Love it, Michelle. Awesome. All right, guys. We will see you in two weeks, episode four, with music. Yes, we will. I will get on this somehow. I will go to Pond5 we'll, and get we'll us like... We'll figure it out. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to figure this out. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being here. If you have any questions or you want a topic, you know, we're here. There's nothing... We don't have anything to hold back. So if there's a topic that you really want us to dive into and, and call the bullshit out, let us know. Thanks, guys. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Bye, Michelle. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast was designed to help you. If you have a specific topic or struggle you would like Michelle to cover, please feel free to send them her way. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others, post about it, and tag Michelle on social media or leave a rating and review. For even more strategy tips and tricks, subscribe to her bi-monthly newsletter as she sends out exclusive bonus episodes to her email list only. Thanks again and see you next time on the Strategy in Small Doses podcast.